Inside. Lock your doors and turn on your lights. This is not a test. It's finally time for the forever. Surprise there, bogus fiends. It's me, your ghoulish host that knows the most, B-Boy. Spooky Price. Flying solo today, but uh, couldn't help myself. It just didn't feel right ending the half Halloween season before the end of the half Halloween month that we are currently in. I really wanted to put out our season finale episode this week, but, you know, it can wait. And I think that you guys will appreciate this episode because we have a very special gift to give you. First, I want to remind you about our bogus sleepover live stream. It's a three hour long event that feels like you're channel surfing on Halloween night in the late 90s. This is an online streaming event that anyone can tune into that includes a mixture of nostalgic TV specials, eerie commercials, independent music videos, Podcasts, video games, VHS mixtape to wrap it all together. And uh, the content gets a little weird as we grow closer to midnight. This will all go down on Sunday, May 30th from 9pm to 12am Central Standard Time on Cast, which you can access by typing in your URL, tinyurl.com slash halfhalloween. That's tinyurl.com slash halfhalloween. If you still have an appetite for Halloween goodies, check out the rest of our Half Halloween podcast episodes. We covered some of our favorite Japanese horror movies. We played an intense game of Two Scary Truths and a Lie. We also got to cover Snicker Treat in length with our buddies from the Haunted Hangover podcast. Now on this episode, we're taking it way back to 2018. Okay, it was only about three years ago, uh, but as crazy as it sounds, this episode gives me that nostalgia blast. In this rerun of a rerun episode, we cover the 2018 Halloween season, highlighting some of the fun shenanigans we got into while recording the podcast episodes for that season. All in all, I mean, I'd say it's pretty fun to revisit Halloweens from a few years ago. You can definitely tell that we have improved at podcasting and that Jamie and I have gotten a lot closer and more comfortable with each other. Our half Halloween podcast season is coming to an end, and so is the season of the Forever Bogus Podcast. We have a finale episode in the works that I think that you'll really enjoy, and I think it's a perfect way to not only end this season, but to put a timestamp on this crazy-ass year that everyone has gone through. Our finale episode will be released next week, but in the meantime, let's take it back to half Halloween 2018. Okay, so Jamie, our first clip that we're focusing on is an actual segment that came from you. Really? Yes. Oh. During our Halloween commercials episode. I'm the I'm the uh, I'm the opener, huh? You are the opener. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll actually let you set up this clip. It was a clip that you focused on the commercial for 
WCW's Halloween Havoc. Yes. So we were talking about our favorite um, Halloween commercials mm-hmm. of the 90s and sometimes late 80s. I think we went as far back, yeah. too. But uh, this one here was so fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Halloween <laughs> Havoc. It just doesn't get more hokey and ridiculous than WCW in the early to mid 90s yeah. even to the late 90s they're they're just hokey as shit oh, sure they don't hold um, bar any they don't hold back at no. all no holds barred, no, no holds pun bar. intended. That's that's a Hulk Hogan movie with uh with Zeus. You're right. Hey man, it's Zeus. And then didn't he become uh, a wrestler later on? Like Yeah, so yeah he, for a little bit. He went under the name Zeus uh-huh. and of course he would be uh Debo in uh-huh. Friday. Which is awesome. I um, love that. But he's not he does not appear in this Halloween unfortunately, Havoc, unfortunately, but that's okay. Because there's so many more things like that trucks, I'm gonna talk about. There's lightning, yeah. there's organ music. I, I don't know. I don't want to take away from it because this is just a perfect segment to kick it off. Exactly. Uh, I I remember I covered it pretty well, so I won't say any more. I will say this, though. Uh, When you first started having me on the podcast, for whatever reason, I was getting, like, pretty shitty before I went on. (laughs) Like, I, I would drink, like, a, quite a bit before I went on. And yeah, like, I remember, oh, shit, I got to go in 15 minutes and drinking, like, a whole McDonald's cup of, of vodka. <laughs> oh and uh, I don't know why I did that, because I'm not a drinker or anything. Maybe you're it's just like, a little really nervous. Not, I don't know if I, well, I'm not now. No, you know, absolutely I got the, not. I have, just today, I have the Handshark, <laughs> uh, which, of course, is a reference to Handshark. But, yeah, I, I won't take it away. My future self won't take it away from my past self There you go. Don't anymore. steal your own thunder. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here's my past self. You just got incepted, motherfucker. Uh, talking about Halloween Havoc. Halloween Havoc. My next pick... WCW Halloween Havoc pay-per-view from 1995. Oh, <laughs> All right. Now, this one, uh, contrary to my entry when I was talking about the Ernest Scared Stupid commercial, it has all of the archetypes, all of the tropes that you want from a great 90s Halloween commercial. You got the lightning yes. crashing. You got the shitty organ. You got the the voiceover. There's graphics of masks and bats floating around and stuff like that. All the little bits you want. The creepy music, the thunder, the... Oh, oh you can't forget about that echoed maniacal laughter. Oh, yes. W- yes. I think you kind of expect that, right? Because it's WCW, so it's over the top. So over the to top. You're right. Over the You're top. Right. And I'm glad you brought that up because WCW is very over the top at this point in time uh, for any non-wrestling fans. We'll we'll get into that momentarily. But, you know, so you're greeted uh, with some very creepy sounds right in the beginning, and you're the horror of Halloween. (laughs) Nice. Nice, Thank you. Thank you. And and you see a graphic of who we know, who now the world knows as the big show, but at the point he Uh was known as the giant. You see a graphic Uh, of his hand holding sort of like a... Uh, a, a witch's spirit orb or something like that. Something you know? I don't know. It looks yeah. rad. He's holding that, and and you you know you see uh, you see Hulk Hogan appear, and he sort of he sort of morphs animorph style from Hulk Hogan to a fucking monster truck. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course yes. he does. <laughs> and then they show that you know the Big Show, who who we now know as the giant, or who we then know as the giant. He's yep. there, he's flexing, and fucking Animorph style, just like the book cover, from the giant yes. to a monster truck. Lightning <laughs> crashing, Amazing. rain sound effects, Amazing. you know, oh shitty God. organs and stuff like that. And, you know, it, what, what ended up happening with this pay-per-view was the idea was that this was the introduction uh, 
in-ring debut, if you will, as the Giant. And um, he was okay. a big, giant dude, but, you know, uh, WCW is owned by... Turner, so they, you know, they they, yeah. they don't know about the wrestling business, brother. So they assumed they it's true. That's why they no longer right, exist. Right, exactly. Well, that's a very goddamn good point. And <laughs> <laughs> but this commercial was very spooky and very Halloweeny. Um, they didn't know that you know the guy. Well, he's fucking huge. He's the biggest dude you ever seen. So they had to say like he's Andre the Giant's son. And, you know, he's, <laughs> is he really? No, though? he's not. But like oh, you know, yeah. they, they just uh, they lied about they lied, they lied to, to you and, and they you lied bought to me. it. But but get this shit. So they get the biggest guy that you could fucking throw a stick at, and and they're gonna bring him into this wrestling company. And his first match is a monster truck match, where <gasps> him and Hulk Hogan what? are in their respective monster trucks, and they're no. ooh, crashing into. They're really driving. That's insane. Halloween Havoc, nineteen ninety five monster truck. Oh my match god. Up. Thunder Is that crash. On the tape somewhere. It's, that would it, be awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, it's actually it would, it would be it would be great for for y'all's Halloween playlist if yeah. y'all like monster trucks uh, and spookiness. But anyway, oh so so they have the the whole idea with this pay per view is that they have this monster truck match and and then it happens or whatever, right? And then later they meet up in the ring and have a regular wrestling match. So cut back to the commercial. <laughs> we okay. we go back to that witch's spirit orb, and uh-huh. you see the Hulk's. Uh, incre- uh, Hulk Hogan, you see his truck Animorph style back into him, brother. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then you see the giant, his truck morphs Animorph style. <laughs> so, basically, what they were saying, you know, they're trying to get the concept was like monster truck, then being the man. You know, so you got two matches of those guys. <laughs> yes. each other. It is very Halloweeny. It's Halloweeny as hell awesome. to the ten. Okay, my here's my question, my my burning yes. question here. Did you get your parents to buy the pay per view for? I you? didn't, but I caught it on tape. Uh, I got my friend. I got Ooh, my friend. Yeah. To, I got my friend to bootleg it for me because back it. then it was a, it was great because I was I took WWF very seriously back at this point in time. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It was yep. it was Stone Cold or get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. So, but that but that gave me that gave me this weird freedom to enjoy WCW more because I didn't take it seriously because I was like, well, the real show is happening on Channel Twenty Four sure. or whatever, you know. Sure. So I got to watch WCW passively and not really care and have more fun with it because I was very emotion- emotionally invested in WWF. WWF. Um, makes sense. Makes sense. But, makes sense. and it was perfect because, uh, Eli, like you were saying, this was this was a very hokey time for WCW. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. WCW was pushing this stable, which is a group of wrestlers who were working together, you know, a group of villains, and they were called the Dungeon of Doom. And yes. uh, they were basically just a bunch of actual monsters. Um, <laughs> so... Was it one a shark? One was a shark. Yeah, good job. Mm-hmm. Points to yes, you. One was a shark. So bad. And uh, so the most bad. infamous, infamous one. Oh, sorry about that. That was me, boys. Uh, That's an alien coming up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the most infamous one. It was known as the Yeti, and they kept hyping him up. It was like this ball of ice. And he was like, "The Yeti's gonna come, Hulk Hogan. He's gonna get you." <laughs> and then in this pay per view in Halloween Havoc 1995, the Yeti uh, is is birthed. Uh, from his ice, and he comes out, and he's just a big fucking mummy. What? Uh, which? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. So there's there's this very famous clip of of uh, bad wrestling where, oh my god, it's the Yeti coming down to the ring, and it's this big dopey fucking mummy, and Halloween <laughs> Havoc 1995, and he gets Hulk Hogan in this bear hug, but it sort of looks like he's dry humping him, so people have. <laughs> 
People have really worked on that clip a lot. Like, it was, oh yeah, you know, I could talk about the Yeti all day. <laughs> it's the horror of Halloween. It's WCW like you've never seen. The man becomes the monster when the immortal Hulk Hogan and the mysterious giant lock up in a sumo monster truck match. Then the monster becomes the man when these two colossal forces bring it to the ring for the world heavyweight title. WCW presents Halloween Havoc. Sunday, October 29th, live and only on pay-per-view. Man, I I really want to go back and just listen to that entire episode. It was so much fun to do it with you and Eli. It was. I had a blast. W- it was one of my favorite ones. I just got to remember what I was drinking exactly, and I'll... Uh, I think it was the Alien Head Vodka. Oh, yeah, and I think I mixed... Because you, like, I, cracked it open. I mixed it with something, though. I mixed it with... Uh, Kool-Aid, or Goulade. Goulade, that was it. That's yeah, what it was. So it was very <laughs> seasonally thematic. I was drinking Goulade with uh, Alien Skull... Vodka. Oh, God. It gives me heartburn just thinking about it. <laughs> Likewise. I only want to take a break. It was only six months ago, and I, I feel like I don't know that wild man anymore. I know what happened to that Jamie. I kind of miss him, but I kind of like the daddy Jamie mm. that you've become. Yeah. In six months, it's just it's something's happened. I don't know. It's hard to well, say. Well, you got a cat. You got married. You got a cat. Yep. You got a dog yep. now. So now you're just a family man. Family man. Family Doing man. the best I can. Yeah, you stop drinking that alien juice. (laughs) (laughs) Now for our second clip of this episode. And this segment came from our very first episode. Yeah. That we did together. Oh, was that the the first one we did together? That was the very first. And I think you were drinking Natty Light that night. Oh. Like Natty Ice or something. Oh, shit. You're right. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. What was wrong with me? I don't know. Like I said, you're becoming a dad, man. Yeah, but... This this is happening. Don't let the bear out of the cage, though. Don't let it fool you. You know, don't let the smooth taste fool you. (laughs) Right. Land shark. Land shark. (laughs) But this episode was a lot of fun. And going back and re-listening to it to find a good segment from it actually made me feel nostalgic. I'm like, oh, we sound like babies. Like, it's a lifetime ago, but it's also not that far along ago. You know, I was in a a totally different place. I was living in a different town. um, Traveling fucking miles to go to work. Yeah. And uh, I was... Apparently drinking a lot, um, which is interesting. <laughs> you weren't you weren't a complete dad at that time yet because you were still unmarried. Yeah, I was. I was. Yep. I was swinging around. Yeah, <laughs> land shark. No, nothing like that. But yeah, definitely swinging around on the land shark. That's for sure. <laughs> anyway, um, this segment we focused on the topic of our favorite Halloween costumes of our childhood. Yep. Do you remember this part? Yeah, dude. Nothing gets me more excited than talking about that kind of shit. So. I think I famously said in that episode that Uh uh, I was glad you were asking me these questions because when I was sitting around at Christmas dinner, all I'm like, man, I wish somebody would ask me about Halloween questions. I believe this is uh, the part. Yeah, so so I absolutely remember that. I always remember talking about that. I've got a lot of photos of these old costumes, as I'm sure you do. Oh, yeah, of course. And uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and take it to that conversation right now. Well, Bryce, I'd like to ask you a question. I would like to ask you, on that okay. note, with uh, costumes and homemade costumes, what uh-huh. do you think the best Halloween costume you ever had was? Ooh, I'm going to have to go with a homemade costume. 
Mm-hmm. And I went as the Headless Horseman one year. How the fuck did you pull off a homemade okay. Headless Horseman? Okay. All right, get ready for this. Yeah. So my mother had a friend that made Renaissance costumes for like the Renaissance <laughs> fair and stuff. So she straight up made me like the coolest looking all black, like a Renaissance kind of looking suit with a cape and had like the, the big puffed up shoulder pads and everything. And then my stepdad at the time, we were all very super into Halloween. He was one of those people that really inspired me to decorate because every year he would decorate his yard. Like he would go all out to the point where one year he did one of those fake nooses and like hung himself at his door. <laughs> so when people came up to go grab candy, he would like spook yes. him. Okay. Yes, anyway, I love that. I love a little that. tangent, but uh, we would cut out in a, a huge pumpkin. And you know when you cut out for jack-o'-lanterns, you do the the top. Well, we did the bottom this time so I could put it over my head. So you fucking wore a real pumpkin on your head a all real fucking pumpkin. day? All Jesus. night, man. Holy it, it was shit. It was a little heavy, but thankfully there was like, you know, the shoulder pads. So yeah. it kind of distributed the weight enough to where it was, you know, light enough where I could stand it for that a while. That is so dope. Holy right? shit. Right? Oh, man. I, this was like soon after uh, Sleepy Hollow came out. You know, that, that Tim Burton yeah. adaptation. So I was what a little was obsessed that? with it. I think it was 2000 okay, or 99. So, yeah, I'm trying to think of how old I was back then. But that's that's a prime costume regardless of age. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I got compliments everywhere I went. Yeah. And I, I don't want to go on this a little bit of a longer tangent here. So in my small town of Brookfield, uh, two days before Halloween, they would have a parade where they would close down Main Street at a certain time. And they would get all the kids to come out dressed up in costumes, and they'd walk from business to business on the main street, um, handing out candy, and all these people are checking stuff out. And this was my last year I did that. And, like, people went crazy over this costume. Think about yourself as an adult now. If you were out hanging out, and you saw a kid with a real fucking pumpkin cut open and stuck on the top of his head... You're Amazing. telling me you wouldn't you wouldn't tip the ball a little heavier for that kid? Oh, absolutely. Because I do that. I do that, man. Because uh-huh. when I get a when I get a trick or treater these days, I say when we get a trick or treater. Yeah, man. When I see a young ass Beetlejuice, he gets a couple more handfuls of bite sized Snickers. Absolutely. Yeah. And and the the parent gets a high five. Oh, like, dude. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you, man? What's the best costume you ever wore? Uh, that's a good question. I was thinking about it. It's kind of a tie between two. So the shorter one, and maybe less interesting, I'll start with, but what inevitably great was, uh, I was, I was obsessed with Batman Forever when that came out. Yeah. It was, it was like my, my, my favorite thing at the time. I, I, I just, you know, I, I, life paused for a while for me when Batman Forever came out. That's, that was the only thing I was thinking about. Okay. And prior to that shit. My favorite fucking thing in the world was Ace Ventura. <laughs> Obsessed with that movie. I should so, have known. <laughs> yes. So when fucking Batman Forever comes out, and you have Ace Ventura, Jim Carrey, playing the Riddler, and he's doing yes. the same rubber face comedy oh, movements yes. and shit uh-huh. like that, you have my favorite movie character of all time. So there was one year, uh, probably 95, I guess, the year it came out. Was it 95 or 94? I... Uh, I was uh, was Jim Carrey as the Riddler, and I was I was <laughs> fresh with my uh, you know back then you didn't uh, 
you don't really have a choice of the haircut you had. It was just sort of given to you. Yes, um, right. So I had I had my bowl cut, <laughs> and I had it sprayed red to match Jim Carrey's hair when he when he when he made it. I had uh, I had my jumpsuit. It was a it was like a leotard, a green leotard with okay, question marks okay. all over it. Fantastic costume. One of my favorite photos from my childhood. Like you said uh, earlier, there's a lot of evidence of your Christmases and stuff like that. Not a lot of evidence of you. You could throw all my Christmas evidences away and just frame that picture of me as Jim Carrey's villain. <laughs> favorite, favorite costume. Um, I love that. The, 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 the close second is... Uh, Around the same time, I believe it was either the next year or the or the exact previous year. They were right back to back. I can't remember exactly which one, but um, I rented a VHS from uh, from my local Easy Video, and it was uh, Spaced Invaders. I don't know if you ever saw that flick. Yes, uh, it's a with the three very, aliens. Yeah, it's a very cheesy uh, alien flick, and they've got real uh, real little people dressed up as aliens in the in the film. I did really know great. that. So, um, but I was way behind on watching that. That flick, um, I was I was quite a few years off. I think that I don't. That came out sometime in the eighties, and we're talking like ninety five, ninety six around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. And uh, I really wanted to be one of those. I just uh, <laughs> so my dad uh, made me a Space Invaders costume, and nice. and that is you know it. He used a lot of duct tape, and he he was he took a bunch of wires from work and taped a bunch of wires to me, <laughs> and it's great. Yeah, and and. So that's iconic in its own route, but sure. You know, any excuse to dress as a Jim Carrey character and walk around doing your best Jim Carrey impression on the best night of the year? Come on, you know. So Can't get any better so, than that, right? It, it's a tie between the two, but I'm leaning towards the the Riddler. Uh, how about that? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think that uh, you know I could be nostalgic about something that I that we created six months ago. I know. There we are. I'm nostalgic about. I'm nostalgic about something that we made six months ago. Talking about nostalgia, it's the nostalgia inception, really. Oh my goodness! Um, but that's I'm a great really clip, and I'm actually I'm really gonna have to revisit that episode. After these messages, we'll be right back. What's up there, Bogus listeners? I just want to take a moment to show my gratitude for all of our listeners out there that stuck with us throughout this season of the Forever Bogus Podcast. We are dwindling down to the final episodes of this season, and I wanted to give you a little sneak peek of what to expect for the summer during our hiatus. Typically, we take a couple months off during the summer to re-energize our batteries and to come up with even more topics to cover on the next season of the Bogus Cast. But this summer, I want to do something a little different. I have been podcasting for quite some time now, and you can imagine I've gone through so many ideas for podcast episodes and podcast shows in general. Over the last few years, I've actually recorded pilot episodes for the podcast I've been wanting to put out. And I think this is a great opportunity to take the time while we're on hiatus to release these episodes and have you listen to them and give us some of your feedback. And maybe, if you like them and enjoy them enough, we'll make some more episodes for that podcast. So we are declaring this summer the Summer of Pilots. This will all begin the 1st of June. Stay bogus. Hi, I'm Louie. And I'm Dave. Do you love Halloween? 
Do you like hearing about it year-round? Then check out our Haunted Hangover podcast, available on all streaming platforms. We cover everything from nostalgic memories to your favorite Halloween specials. Hey Dave, what's the best cure for a hangover? More booze. And now, back to the show. The one coming up next is, is is one of my favorites that we did, and I think we had to cut it short in the original, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we took all the great listener answers oh, yes. to the polls on Instagram. Yes, that was all Halloween-related. I do remember All Halloween-related. Yeah. And we did, uh, in this one specifically, we said, favorite Halloween TV specials. And, like, ah, yes. there's so many good fucking answers to that question. So I it's know. Great we that could have spent an entire episode focused on that question alone. We could do a whole podcast on that. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. like, uh, there's so fucking many of them. So it felt, it was, it was painful to have to cut that clip short. But uh, mm-hmm. now you get to hear it, and it's, and it's beautiful entirety. That is correct. All right, without further ado... Let's open the door to clip number three. three. (laughs) Let's move along to question number four here. Question number four. And I love this question, Bryce. It is, what is your favorite Halloween TV special? Oh, yes. Yes. You want to read the first entry? Okay. The first one is from our man, Mr. Myers. He said pretty much anything that Cartoon Network puts out, which I can agree with. Yeah, that's inarguable. That's inarguable. Uh, You know, a lot of people look past my favorite one, which is the Cartoon Network special, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, So, yeah, great answer, Mr. Myers. Yes. Keep up the sweet rhymes. Keep up the sweet flow. (laughs) You already know what it is. Uh, Okay, at JM Studios 18 on Instagram said The Haunted Mask. Mm. Of course, meaning the much-celebrated Goosebumps TV uh, special, The Haunted Mask by R.L. Stein. Good. That's a definite classic. I could definitely go on a tangent on how this used to scare the shit out of me as a kid, but I'll save it for another episode. I even like part two. Me too, I, yeah. I, I, I love they were part good. two. They were very and some some people don't know, a little factoid, uh Arl Stein sometimes goes by Jovial Bob. That's a, that's his that's another name he goes by for his books when, another, when like, they're disassociated. Pin, pin name with, or something? Yeah, look up look up Jovial Bob. It's, it's a separate series of writings when he wants to be okay. disassociated. All right. This next one comes from at Mr. Tom Bramhall. Uh, they write, Can we really remember the Boy Meets World Halloween episode? And yeah. I'm not for sure which one he's talking about, because there are a few that There's are a couple. kind of Halloween-related. When it's Boy Meets World. Oh, I love But, that you know, uh, yeah, fantastic. Anything on that, like, lineup of shows, and, and Boy Meets World is, is is about as 90s as you can fucking get. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where, like, if you were born, like, you and I, in the late 80s, mm-hmm. you know, things get a little mixed up. What's the 80s? What's the early 90s? Yep. But Boy Meets World is definitively fucking 90s, and 100%. they had some great Halloween specials. I agree. I agree. What's the next one here? Next one is uh, our buddy, the Nostalgia Society, said, Nick or Treat and TGIF Halloween. Mm. Yeah, same thing. This, uh, TGIF Halloween, Nick or Treat, definitively 90s, my Absolutely. dude. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, it's what, what's really nice is that I have found a lot of the VHS that have some of those recordings on there. And it's... Oh, wow. It's like screams 90s. Like, Do I you have it, a, instant Does it have commercials media. on it? Oh, yeah. Com- <laughs> oh, yeah. Nostagilia, the Italian dish at uh, at uh, Olive Garden. (laughs) (laughs) This next one comes from at Caton, the city twenty eight. They write Disney's Halloween treat. 
Okay. I'm curious if they're talking about the one that was just full of all the spooky Disney cartoons, or if it was the mm-hmm. one that had all the music and stuff from like Michael Jackson. Right. And I, I don't know. I mean, they're both very, very similar, and they had a lot of different um, variants, I guess. Right. They have different hosts and stuff. Like one was hosted by a pumpkin. One was hosted by the mirror, the evil mirror. Um, I love the idea of just a pumpkin sitting on a chair. It doesn't say anything. It's just like it's supposed to be interesting. The movies is just a pumpkin. Good uh, job, so, Disney. so is this a Disney Channel situation? Yes, I believe okay. so. I grew up hardcore Nickelodeon. I didn't. I don't even know if we had Disney Channel, but I grew up hardcore Nickelodeon. I'd switch Either way, between the two. Yeah, but I mean, this this is probably like early 90s. If it's the one I'm thinking of, this is like actually late 80s is when it was created, but it was ran a lot through the early 90s. And I think it was ran on ABC at specific times around this season. Is this around the time of uh, Mr. Boogity? Yeah, uh, Mm. Mr. Boogity is, I think, late 80s, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I think um, if Beetlejuice is 88 or 89, that came out. Like the year before Beetlejuice, okay. I always thought that so it was a ripoff 80s. of Beetlejuice. Yeah, so late eighties. Um, Definitely. Sorry, a little tangent there. It's okay. Um, at Retrozord on Instagram says two heads are better than one. <gasps> Great Keenan and Kel movie. So oh, fantastic! Good. Hey, is that a? Did you? God, I feel like you introduced me to that in some indirect way. Did you? Did you bump that in a previous Halloween season? I believe I cut some. I believe I cut some pieces like out of it. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. Great, I, great I classic, somehow, yeah. like Nickelodeon made for TV movie. And big shout out to Retrozoid too. He's been one of those followers too that has been amazing. Totally Retrozoid. Retrozoid, man. Thank you for the support. Thanks, dog. The next one comes from Eight Bit Killer. They write Mark Summers special on Nickelodeon. And I'm pretty sure they're referring to the Mark Summers Mystery Magical Tour Halloween special of 1986. Oh, my God. Have you heard of this one before, Jamie? I've heard of it. I haven't dug deep into it, but God. Oh, it's it's in that collection of Halloween stuff I gave you. You should definitely watch it. It's not mm. really scary. Um, they kind of play it up as a Halloween because they add like lightning and yeah. a storm and stuff. And like the house is kind of creepy that they're at. But all of it's really just dealing with magic. Yeah. It's very interesting. You should definitely check it out. On on that note, just a quick plug. Uh, Bryce was so kind to send me the uh, Forever Bogus Halloween mixtape, Volume 1 and 2. And the reason why I was unsure if I knew of it is because it is my fucking lullaby. I put it on when I'm in bed <laughs> at night. It just plays in the background, and I sort of fade off into oblivion. That's why I love fantastic. to hear. I, I kind of uh, do the same thing, especially around this time of year. And since you're plugging it, we only have a few copies left over at our bogus at foreverbogus.stormv.com. We also have some fucking legit designed buttons over there. Our man right here, Jamie, put together. (laughs) They're still up for sale, (laughs) and uh, maybe there might be a discount closer to Halloween. We'll we'll find out. Oh, cool, cool. Maybe maybe a November 1st, uh, you know, plastic teeth (laughs) discount sort of thing. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Check the check all that shit out. Uh, I, I uh, before I was joining Bar- Bryce on the podcast, I was, and I am a huge fucking fan of what he does. Everything he does is great. Those mixtapes are fantastic. <laughs> check you. them out. Anyway, next answer. Actually, you missed one, Bryce. Zackle God says Charlie Brown, mm. uh, which he means, of course, the great 
pumpkin. Yes. And uh, you know what? It's 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 one of those things that you can't go a Halloween season without watching it. I agree. Uh, and and I sort of wait till it airs on TV because it feels really special. Yes. Everybody on Twitter is live tweeting it and like, oh, we're all sitting down watching it at the same time. It feels feel, it feels like an event. So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, uh, great answer. I agree. Let's see. The next one is Destroy All Humans. He writes Dawson's Creek, The Scare. Oh, gosh. I'm really unfamiliar with this episode. Yeah, you know what? I, 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 if they have a Halloween episode, I'm going to dig it out and find it. So thank mm-hmm. you very much at Destroy All Humans on Instagram because I have absolutely never fucked with Dawson's Creek. Me neither. Uh, but Me if neither. they have a Halloween episode, I'm going to start fucking with it. Me too. You know? I agree. Thanks, dude. It's also like it's it's like uh, uh, my mother is a huge fan of the show that's on TV now called the, called the Goldbergs. Oh yeah, and uh, I've never watched any of it, but this year um, uh, Robert England special? is appearing. Robert England is appearing mm-hmm. in as costume Freddy. as Freddy Krueger. He yes. hasn't appeared as Freddy Krueger since Freddy vs Jason, so it's been a long time, mm-hmm. and that's kind of a monumental event. But uh, I same agree. thing. I if if I could tune in for one episode of that, I could tune in for one episode of Dawson's Creek. So thank you very much. Destroy all humans on Instagram. All right, the next one comes from Inflatable Couch Potato. They write, Under Wraps. Mmm. That decom, that sweet Halloween Disney Channel original <laughs> movie. Have you ever watched yeah. this one? I have watched it, and I love it. And mm-hmm. and God, like, it just it doesn't get more nostalgic than that, does it? I right? agree. Like, it just Absolutely. feels so cozy. <laughs> Speaking of cozy, what Halloween special makes you feel cozy and feel very nostalgic? Do you have one? In particular, that you have to watch during the Halloween season. If if I don't watch Garfield's Halloween Adventure, then the season <laughs> is incomplete for me. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm actually surprised no not no, not more people are into that one. But that I is agree. actually all of Garfield's Halloween holiday specials, I should say, are like whatever season I'm in. Whether I mean his fucking Thanksgiving special is oh, like fantastic. I'm not, I I can't eat dinner that day without watching that sometime before. Like, <laughs> I literally like, appetite, you know, <laughs> Hey, uh, why are you here? We're all set up. Cause I haven't watched Garfield yet. Uh, same, you know, so his holiday, his Christmas special, the same way as Halloween, yep. but his Halloween special is something truly special. I agree. Uh, so I really love that. I also, uh, we have a little bit of a tradition around these parts that we watch, uh, to follow up on, uh, at Mr. Myers on Instagram, our favorite rapper. Um, he said anything cartoon network, we always watch the cartoon version of uh, Ray Bat Ray Bradbury's ha- Halloween, Halloween tree. tree. Yeah, yes. I, I I'm always disturbed by the lack of love for that special. Me Nobody too. ever shouts that out. It is fucking fantastic. It's so underrated. Uh, uh, God, Leonard Nimoy is mm-hmm. is in it, and he is the most talented motherfucker who was ever alive at that point. And it is it is so Halloweeny. It doesn't get any more Halloweeny than if I could plug anything. Look, I've got I've got my own things I'm trying to push and shit like that. But whatever. Mm-hmm. But fuck my stuff. If you <laughs> haven't seen the Halloween tree, <laughs> you watch the watch Halloween it. tree. It is the most quintessential Halloween. I agree. Material ever. I agree. The most uh, quintessential Halloween episode for me was the Adventures of Pete and Pete Halloweeny. Oh, which is which is always a go to. Like God. I always wait to watch that as we get closer to Halloween day. Yeah. But there are two specials this year that have kind of bumped uh right in front of it. No that way. Are the two Family Matters Steve episodes. Oh yeah. You <laughs> gotta love that Steve man. Screams nineties and <laughs> Halloween and nostalgia and that's all I fucking need. I can we watch, watch those that. episodes back to back and yeah. I, I not get sick of them. 
Honestly. Yeah, no, no, no. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was one of those things like I've, I've waxed poetically about Ernest P. Worrell and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, we all know how much we could all love Pee Wee and Pee Wee's Playhouse, shit like that. And, you know, when Family Matters started, it was, it was just a standard sitcom and, and, and Urkel was an accent to the yes. show to make it a little bit funnier. And later, Urkel became the show. The you show. You know what I mean? They so, and he, he's this, yeah, really. And, and he's, he's the same way with Ernest and, and yeah. as far as being a family entertainer, uh, Urkel right. is a household name and that is a fantastic Halloween special. Great yeah, answer. I agree. I'm ashamed for not seeing it myself. Well, that was a lot of fun revisiting that. And I agree. I think you should go back and listen, re-listen to that episode because there's a lot of good nostalgic points that people bring up. They even bring like, nostalgia to me that I had completely forgot about, you know? A little behind the scenes too uh, that I didn't get to um, fully explore as we recorded the episode because we were, um, we were in, we were in kayfabe, okay? So, yeah. so kayfabe uh, for non-wrestling fans is when you see Undertaker in a, in, it's 1996 and you see Undertaker in Denny's and you uh-huh. go up to him and you say Undertaker and he Rolls his eyes in the back of his head and goes, rest in peace. Kayfabe is... Shows off for you. Yeah, Kayfabe is keeping the the secret alive, you know, playing along. So we were were deep in Kayfabe, actually, when we were recording these episodes. A lot of them were done um, towards the end of the summer, and it was still fucking Uh blazing hot. So right around that point, we were reading listener answers, and I was just dripping sweat. I had my I remember that because like your AC was so loud. I'm like, do you mind turning it off? We had to turn it off, and I was just dripping sweat, just like in hell. Yeah, that's a great costume, I guess. (laughs) While you're drinking your natty light, (laughs) I had to do it to keep warm. Right, keep cold. No, I think warm is right. Warm shark. Warm land shark. (laughs) All right, now we're on to our last clip. Holy shit, is it the last clip already? Yep, Um, we're in the last clip here. And I'd save the best for last. Because this one, we focused on one of my favorite Halloween commercials of 2018. It didn't come out in 2018, but it was brought to my attention again in 2018. And that was like Fox's and ABC's 13 Days of Halloween. Ah, shit, yeah. I remember, uh, I think this was like the second episode I did with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Eli was there mm-hmm. of uh, Magnetic Magic, of course. <laughs> yes. And uh, I, it was like my second one I did with you, so I wanted it to be really good. And uh, we all did our picks. And then when he picked that one, I was like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? You show-stealing <laughs> son of a bitch. Yes. And he saved it for last, too. So he, like, built up to that point and yeah. just landed that bomb on us. Yeah, another wrestling thing. It was like his finishing move, kind of. It was, like kind of his, <laughs> yes. it was kind of his Stone Cold Stunner of wrestling commercials. Yep. Save it he for the last minute of the match. He tapped Burr! us all out. Yeah. And then he's doing that thing with his head going back and forth when the That's guy's on it. the ground. <laughs> son of a bitch. I always wonder what he's actually saying. When he's over I know. those people's I heads. I wish they'd bring up a mic closer to, to, <laughs> to the ring. Motherfucking goddamn son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is a really, really great uh, clip. Great commercial. Yes. I was mm-hmm. envious that he picked it, and uh, I still haven't gotten over it, frankly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's great. It's great clip. I agree. And it's fun because all of us kind of chimed in with our own points with this one. So really it was kind of like 
a collective pick. Yeah, I mean, it's not, but sure. No. <laughs> I mean, he's the one who initially picked it. Yeah. But we put our two cents in. Yeah. And I really think that this one in particular shines, and that's the reason why it's our last clip, clip of this episode. Yeah. I, it's, it's, I can't believe the episode is uh, reaching the end, but what a climactic way to end, I guess. There you go. That's right. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. Eli, dude, um, you're going on big number four. You, you got three home runs so far. Let's see if you could do it the fourth time. All right, guys. So I'll, I'll set this one up a lot because this is definitely my, my – uh, I know we didn't go in order, but this is my number one, like most memorable. This is the okay. defining Halloween commercial uh, or series commercials for me because this – I found one uh, example of this, but uh-huh. this doesn't – include all the different variations of this one commercial and it's not a fast food promo item so uh, i'm on the edge of my seat <laughs> i'm on the edge of my, my seat man. i can't wait my number one pick is fox family 13 days of halloween That's the perfect. I actually, I actually uh, watched this one getting ready for this, and this is like this, you know, so prime commercial. It's, yeah. And yeah, this is like the it's the full series of this commercial because they had multiple years, different ones, and uh, I actually, like I told Bryce earlier, I had some trouble finding specifically the ones that I remembered. Maybe just YouTube didn't have them. I only found a couple examples of them, um, but I remember. The specifically the year that um, when Good Ghouls Go Bad premiered on ABC. Oh yeah, and, I love that fucking movie, dude. Oh, that oh, Christopher Lloyd's so good that, at that. So those good. all those previews, that movie, that whole uh, thirteen days collection that year was just amazing. Um, and it, it uh, of course had like all the original stuff like Angela Anaconda and all the things mm-hmm. leading up to it. But uh, goosebumps and in goosebumps, yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, Scariest Places on Earth. That was definitely one of them. Yes. Um, yep. Yep. But the commercials for that, like, as soon as they it got to time where those were coming on, like a little bit before October, I knew it was Halloween season, even as a kid, because just seeing the iconic gate with the 13 days of Halloween, the yes. announcer's voice that they used every year, like, it was just the defining point of, okay, it's it's... Ready for yes. it's Halloween season now, so yeah, I just the gun has fired. Yes, yes, it, it, <laughs> it's time. Like start your engines because it's going now. So I just these these whole collection of commercials for Thirteen Days of Halloween is just my definition of nostalgia for the Halloween season. I yeah. agree. And this was released in two thousand, correct? Uh, yeah, one of them was, and then it went on a couple years after that. I can't remember specifically when. Uh, uh, good ghouls what came out was it um i think it was 2000 2000, 2001 something like that yeah 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 Yeah, i could it's i couldn't criminally underrated oh yeah underrated i I, agree i actually i I found that i like two years ago maybe i found it on vhs oh yeah yeah like oh Oh. i i hold that so Mm -hmm. dear to my heart because because of that when i found that i immediately the first thing that played in my head was the 13 days of Halloween promos. So <laughs> I, it's just, it was perfect. So yeah, that's my number one. That is so good. So good, dude. I, I, I watched this one, uh, leading up to, to this, to having this conversation. 
And uh, that was one out of all of them that really, like, holy shit, yeah, yeah you're right. That I mean, it brought back, it started flooding things in. Um, yeah, so yes, good. I mean, I'm the same way, because, like, even if it shows the titles of the TV shows during the yep, promo, yep. and it was the series premiere of the Zach the Files. The Zach Files, yep. Which is, yep. Zach's Files were great. It was also the season premiere of Real Ghost Stories, mm-hmm. which got me more into, like, uh, paranormal investigation. That's kind of where it started and for they, me. I'm like, oh, they this could is have interesting. Premiered it. They could have premiered those at any time, not not so much real scary stories, but any like Zach files, but they chose Halloween season, which meant they were all Halloween yes. specials that were premiering. So uh-huh. that's where it starts. Yeah. It's so good. And then there's one thing I want to talk about before we move on is that the new Adams family series. Yes. Do you remember this? Like the two thousands yes. totally underrated. Oh yeah. Mm. Totally underrated. It was, it was really good. Yeah. Anything's anything Adam's family. I mean, even there was there was even a live action part three, if you remember, and it was yep. just sort of like a a slightly downgraded cast. Like I, if I remember correctly, I think Tim Curry. Yes, uh, filled is that in. the yeah, reunion did, right? one? The reunion, yeah, yeah, family reunion. I got all three of those. Got, like, Tim Curry. Too. Yeah, I mean, people, yeah, people. Uh, Tim Curry has re- has reached sort of this iconic status, but people forget like he's very much a B actor. Oh you yeah. Know? Oh yeah. Um, I mean, he definitely started as a B actor. Yeah, and yeah. He's still. He's, there's some iconic roles. What about like the worst witch? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, the worst dude. <laughs> exactly. Anything can happen. So good. Oh, he's just <laughs> so good. All right, there, bogus fiends. That's it. I really hope you enjoy this rerun of a rerun episode of the Half Halloween podcast. And thank you so much for spending this half Halloween season with us. I know it's been crazy and it's really interesting to try to get yourself into that Halloween mood, but we did it. We focused a full month on Halloween and we're less than six months away from the real Halloween. And honestly, I cannot wait for this season. Don't forget to tune in to our bogus half Halloween sleepover stream on Sunday, May 30th from 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. Central Standard Time to kind of wrap up the half Halloween season for everybody. And you can find that over on our cast or you can go to tinyurl.com slash half Halloween. So next week is our season finale. All good things have to come to an end and it's been one hell of a ride this season. It is going to be bittersweet to end the fourth season of the Forever Bogus Podcast. Until next time, always remember to be kind, always remember to rewind those tapes, and we'll all stay sweet.